Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you all again today. My dad first brought this message to the pulpit on November 22, 1966. The topic that morning was God in the 20th century. Scripture was from Genesis, first chapter and the first verse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I have nothing to base this on, but that has to be one of the best known scripture verses that we have. So God in the 20th century. In 1966, my dad was pastoring a church in a little town in northern Iowa, and that church had a beautiful stained glass window. And that stained glass window had been designed by an artist who the church commissioned to show God in the 20th century. And my dad, as he stood at the pulpit of that church, well, interestingly enough, he was the only one in the church that had a direct view of the window with the light coming in through it every Sunday morning. So as my dad looked at that window week after week, and he said, well, let's talk about that window. The building that you worship in, it's always a gift of the men and the women who sacrifice their time and their money so that they might have a church. And that window was built, and the artist who designed it sacrificed their time and gave of their talents so that they might come up with expressions throughout this window of what Christ in the 20th century could be looked looked at. Well, now, of course, we're in the 21st century, and it's nearly 60 years after my dad preached this sermon. And we are still looking for how Christ can lead our lives. But now in 1966, my dad was trying to describe how this symbolism was really quite wonderful. And it had the Trinity. It had the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And it had the hand of God at the top of the window, and it pointed down. And then the Holy Spirit, well, it was represented by the dove. And below the index finger of God pointing down is a symbol of atomic fission. And the framing of the symbol of the atomic age is the symbol of God, the Greek letters of the Alpha and the Omega. And my dad thought that the artist was trying to say that God was the beginning. And God will be the same God at the end of the atomic age. And running that reference out, God will be the same God at, at whatever age comes after the atomic age. So he felt that the first part of the window shows that the hand of God pointing man in the direction he should go for salvation. And just as Noah and his family looked to the hand of God to lead them after the great flood, well, just so the Alpha and Omega will be able to lead in the day of the bomb. There was a dove representing the Holy Spirit and it comes in as a shaft of light. And the artist gives the impression of light rather than color. And the Holy Spirit always gives man the light of knowledge. So in the 20th century, the hand of God is pointing forward. Now, even in the midst of the atomic bomb threat, and Christ is the answer. And the Holy Spirit is man's guide to that answer. And then at the bottom of the window, there are large circles. And these were to represent large planets. 
planets that in the future will come into the thinking of the Christian because, well, we have to think if any of these planets will know the Lord, should we feel that our love for the Lord must stop at this planet? And the artist would lead us to the faith that God is the universe and not simply the God of our little planet here. The astronauts, though, who love the Lord, found nothing out of keeping by keeping their faith as the orbit around this Earth. And the short jumps that we had to the moon, which was after this sermon, by the way. But we should not fear the coming of the space age. God will, through the love of Christ and the counsel of the Holy Spirit, lead and guide us to our salvation. So we're living in a scientific age. Man's doing much to release the energy in such huge proportions that man can either hurl himself through space, and again, this message is from 1966, before landing on the moon, but he said tomorrow man will land on the moon, and who knows in the future where they will go, and how might the future go? Now, my dad used to go out, and he'd visit the farmers in this little farming community in northern Iowa. And in the years that we lived there, the farms grew bigger and bigger. I mean, there was a time when a family could make a good living off 160 acres, you know, which we called a quarter section. But now the farms were so much bigger. Now this again, 1966, but by the time my dad left town in 1971, the farms just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you look at the average size of a farm today, it's exponentially bigger than it was in those days. But the window in the church was expressing the faith. The faith of the church in Christ is the answer. And God doesn't point, doesn't point to medicine to settle men's problems, nor atomic power, nor the development of artificial meat, nor the rocketing to the moon. But he does show the love of God being expressed by the life and sacrifice of the Lord and the reality of the living presence of the Holy Spirit that counsels and guides anyone who would follow the Lord in the 21st century, just as he did in the 20th century. And even now, in the 21st century, it is not enough to say, I will take my religion from that which my father found to help in their day. It's not enough to say, What's good enough for my dad and my mom is good enough for me. No, Christ was good enough and is good enough. But this is a discovery of God leading them in their age. But God does not lead us to stay in any one age. That same Christ and Holy Spirit leads us to live in an age when men will conquer this planet and will hopefully bring the climate change under control and will make this planet to continue to be a livable place and will guide us into an age where we go and, and possibly we settle on other planets. And our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, might even live on those planets. And they might meet other living, intelligent creatures. And as long as we know that we have an Alpha and the Omega, and that God, our Christ, is with us, this will be a wonderful thing. So my dad had lots of examples in there of this window in this church in Iowa. And the window still stands, and it still shows the faith that people had in God in the 20th century. And now it's 60 years later, 
And the truth that window tries to describe transcends those 60 years and hopefully transcends the next hundreds, several hundred years to continue to show that our God is timeless and our God is our salvation. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40, 50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace.